It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Impact of Influence, the tragic story of a powerful South Carolina family and the mysterious deaths that they are linked to. All right, welcome back. First timers, welcome. Uh, my name is Matt Harris. With me is Seton Tucker. Uh, you can reach out to us, uh, Seton, S-E-T-O-N Tucker, on Facebook. Uh, Matt Harris, I do the Matt and Ramona show on 107.9 WLNK in Charlotte. This is the 911 call that was made by Alec Murdoch the night that he found his wife Maggie and his son Paul murdered. We started this podcast about eight or nine days after the murders happened, uh, and the case has been going through a lot of changes uh, over the last few months. But this 911 call was released by SLED a few days ago. There's some controversy or questions as to why it took so long to be released and why now. So let's give a listen to Alec Murdoch, who's very upset when he makes this call. first real clue we have that you know he's not there's no one there that he's reporting so you know was he scared or was he looking around he's probably just in shock I had to be i mean imagine that finding that and uh we know that for those who hadn't been following that it was very very soon after the discovery of the bodies that law enforcement said there's no need for anybody in the area to worry right there was no there was no public safety threat okay let's continue no, ma'am. No, ma'am. What color is your house on the outside? What color is your house on the outside? Uh, it's white. You can't see it from the road. 
Okay, is it a house or a mobile home? It's a house. So we've talked about in a previous episode a little bit about this property being pretty large and that the kennels where Maggie and Paul's bodies were found are a pretty big so distance away yards, from something like that. Yeah, it's a pretty far away from the house. This, this the acreage of this is, is large. So like you said, you can't see the house from the road. Um, let's continue. Okay, and what is your name? <laughs> My name is Alex Murdoch. <laughs> Okay, and did you hear anything, or did you come home and find them? No, man, I've been gone. I, I just came back. We want to point out that uh, Alec Murdoch, according to all reports, is an ironclad alibi. We know that at one point in that evening, he was with his father, who tragically died just a few days after this double homicide. His father had been ill, uh, and he'd also been visiting his mother, who we believe suffers from dementia, correct? Okay, let's continue. <laughs> Okay, and was anyone else supposed to be at your house? No, ma'am. <laughs> Please hurry. We're getting somebody out there to you. I want to point out the, the dogs. You can hear the dogs barking. Right, the dogs are there, and I know people questioned if the dogs were there. And now we know for sure, because you can hear them in the background. Because it's a hunting, it's a hunting uh, cabin. These are probably hunting dogs, I would assume. And so I also want to point out that we've edited out some of the big spaces where nothing was said right? And time. The other thing to note about this is part of this has been redacted. So we don't have all of the audio from the tape because SLED has redacted some of that information. There's glitches in it. You can tell where things were redacted. Yes. Okay. Okay. What is her name? Maggie, Maggie and Paul. Maggie is her name? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And please hurry. <laughs> uh, we're getting somebody out there to you. Me asking you these questions don't slow them down, okay? And you sure they're not breathing? Is he moving at all, your son? I know you said that she was shot, but what about your son? <laughs> Nobody. They're not. Neither one of them's moving. And uh, Alec is coming to this scene, which, by all reports, had to be horrifying. Right. They were both, in reports we've seen, both were shot two times. I believe Paul was shot in the head. So walking up and finding your family members like this was probably pretty traumatic. And if you missed it, it was two different guns were used. Yes. As far as the reports uh, we know. Continue. What is your telephone number? And does anything look out of place? Ma'am, I, I, not, not particularly, really, no, ma'am. Okay. Are they close, ma'am? Yeah, they're, they've been in route with you ever since you got on the phone with me. I have multiple people coming out there to you. Okay. I don't want you to touch them at all, okay? I don't I don't know if you've already touched them, but I don't I don't want you to touch them just in case they can get any kind of evidence, okay? I I already touched them trying to get a um to see if they were breathing. So if you didn't understand what was being said there, the nine one one operator asked Alec not to touch the bodies because of evidence. He says, I've already touched them because I was to see if they were breathing. Right. 
Horrifying. Continue. Okay. Well, I, I just don't want you to move anything just in case they can get any kind of evidence, okay? Oh. Ma'am, I'm going to call. I, I need to call some of my family. Okay. Well, well, do me a favor for me. Whenever you see the officer or the medics, because they're, they're all coming to you. Absolutely. Okay. But we have them come in. Turn on the flashes on your vehicle so they can see you, okay? All right. You want to point out a couple of things here. Well, first off, I've seen just people on different groups kind of thought it was odd that he wanted to get off the phone with 911 to call family members. I personally thought he's been on the phone with this lady a long time at this point. Yeah. And uh, he probably feels like he's not giving any more information. And what's... Is, is seven minutes, something like that. Feels like an eternity. It does. I mean, it's hard to listen to this because if it was me, I would be like, I mean, he says multiple times, please get here, please get yes, here. Yes, because it feels like forever, but it's been seven, six, seven minutes, something like that. So I, yeah, I don't think there's anything odd about him wanting to call his family members because he's really not adding anything he feels to the discussion or help or whatever it may be. Now, you also wanted to comment on the flashers. Yeah, so they do ask him to go to his car and turn on the flashers so that it's easier for the emergency personnel to find him or, you know, since he's already said you can't see the house from the road. But so we know that one of the vehicles from that scene was towed. And you wonder if, if they're possibly wanting, I mean, he touched the car or why was this? They towed the car that was owned by his law firm. Right. Under the name of the law firm. Uh, also I want to point out, that uh, somebody had said, well, aren't people hearing the dogs bark when they were shot or whatever? But they, this is way back from this country. who were in people. They were way back from the road. So it's very possible that no one would hear well, or not think anything or of it. Or not think if dogs bark. I mean, dog, they could, see, look, a, they could the see another animal or something that made yeah. them bark. Right. So they could hear the dogs, but it wouldn't mean necessarily anything. Uh, and also you can kind of gather by how the dogs get quieter is that he seems to be walking quite a, at least a little bit of a distance. Yeah, he's walking as he's, around. As he's, as he's making this call, and I don't blame him for that. Uh, continue. You got the flashers on for me? I do. Okay. All right. Just whenever you see them. Okay. How old is your son? 22. Okay. All right, we're we're getting them out there to you, okay? And I will answer if you call. All right. Uh, there you go. It's a nine one one call. Sad and just just sad. I, I don't know what to just say about that except for we feel it's important to play because of how big the case is and to kind of give you a feel of what Alec might have been going through that uh, that sad evening. Again, Seton Tucker. Matt Harris, reach out to us where you can find us, Seton on Facebook or me through uh, the Matt and Ramona radio show on 107.9 WLNK in Charlotte. We shall chat again soon. Please uh, take the time, if you would, to rate and comment and share the program, and we will talk soon. Something is creeping in. Don't follow it down. 
introduce you to Barry Clue, an authorised financial advisor from New Zealand and a very special kind of stain on humanity. He was a very uh, knowledgeable young guy. He was a registered financial advisor. The type of guy that was bending over backwards to help you. Now you could be forgiven for thinking that Barry sounds like a great guy. And you'd be right. Well, right up until the point when you're wrong. It was all fictitious. She stole from my son who has a disability. Chris never knew. He died believing that we're all taken care of. A psychopath is somebody who lacks empathy, acts impulsively. I think there's a strong case that Barry might be all of those things, actually. To find out how Barry Clue stole over $15 million from 81 victims, subscribe to Clueless, the long con. That's Clueless, spelt K-L-O-O-G-H-L-E-S-S. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.